Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 484. Hey. Hi. Howdy. What's up? Not much. How you doing? Doing okay. My voice throughout this entire episode got worse and worse and worse. Tony hasn't been talking to people. <laughs> nope. So doing it, it somehow hurts the vocal cords. Yeah, that makes sense. For him, I've just been... You also burned him out on beer this weekend. That's true. Should have yeah. guzzled it all. You should have lubed up a little yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Need a little more bacon strips to get mm, that, that gullet a little bacon. bit. But uh, we have another great uh, episode with all the fun trivia questions oh. that can be asked. Find out whether we love ketchup or not. Yes. <laughs> And our favorite bald fiction person, <laughs> if we even answered that, I don't know. We kind of did. But also, uh, lots of things about Batman and Marvel stuff and DC stuff and uh, tons of things you uh, have come to love from Drunk yeah. on Comics. So with that, uh, grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast, episode 848, Practicing Batman's Voice. I see. Because that's what I was doing. Yeah, Okay. Which one? Keaton? Bale. Whichever one. That, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Whichever one has the weird scraggly voice. I think that's George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Still tired too, knowing knowing that what you have to do in your day. <laughs> it's not fair, but also true. <laughs> no, I'm still I'm still tired. I'm still recuperating, but in, not in a hungover sense. But I'm my body is just like relaxed, dead. I don't know what you would say, but like almost at peace with anything and everything. Okay. My your mind body. isn't. I was going to say, your body is, but not yes. your mind. No, my mind's running 50 different miles away, but my body just feels, and I think it's because of all the good beer that I had at I the see. Winter Beer Fest. All right. I, my body would not be feeling good after all of that beer, so. Oh, I took a shot of Malort beforehand, Ew, so that, uh, that saved the day. No, it didn't. <laughs> it gave Guarantee it did. placebo effect. Hey, man, that <laughs> placebo is the best effect ever. Cancer-free because of placebos. <laughs> Hopefully still knock on wood. <laughs> Haven't been caught by aliens yet. Because Placebo. of placebos? Yes, they're so powerful. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick to actually like still taking my birth control and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't think placebos work for that stuff. Um, so far, haven't been nuked yet. Placebo. <laughs> I mean, that one, who knows where that could be going, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, that one's not unclear still. No, but uh, the West Michigan uh, Winter Beer Festival was this past Saturday, and it's something that I've gone to for the last God, at least 12 years, with the exception of last year, they didn't have it. Right. But it was, what was funny was uh, my buddy that I went with, 
we're trying to, we're, you know, everything just gets so hazy with the last two years, but this event was one of the last big events before everything shut oh, down. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it would have been in February 2020, and yep. then March is kind of when everything fell apart. And so we were there, and and even then it, it only feels like it was last year that we went, because we obviously we skipped the whole year. Um, it was great. The same, same fun as always. It did seem, I mean, it's always packed when mm-hmm. it's outdoors, um, but it did feel like it was a little less packed. I don't know how you could quite quantify that. I mean, obviously you could look at ticket sales, but I know that they're still selling them and usually things sell that right away. I think a couple reasons. One, lingering some COVID fears, but mm-hmm. also two, there's a lot more beer festivals now right. in the United States than just yeah. this one. It could also be that we've spent the past two years just drinking at home and people are like, I don't know if I want to do that as an extracurricular activity anymore. <laughs> See, I haven't, though. And no. so my tolerance is very low. Right. And it made it for a much, well, I wouldn't even say cheaper because I, the way you do these things is you put in the tokens and you get your whatever shot of a drink or whatever, but sometimes not all of them ask for tokens and sometimes some will give you better pours than others and ah. sometimes you'll just find tokens, uh, aka these people are just throwing their tokens up in the air for all of us, huh. like, you know, poor people to go grab <laughs> off the ground. That's what I'm going to start doing is just going to these and buying a bunch of tokens and throwing them up in the air. Just so watch the, the people. So that the pours. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're doing a service. <laughs> and scramble on the cold, snowy ground for them so they can get themselves some beer. <laughs> but I had, I had a great time. Um, was still up pretty late Saturday night when we got back here. Got some pizza, chilled for a little bit. And then just watch some TV shows and movies. But, like, really, Sunday came around. Yeah. And I was just like, I just, I feel good. I don't want to sure. move. And it rolled on in through today. <laughs> I had some plans of doing some things today. But I was like, you know what? Just enjoying it. Just enjoying it. And then I'm like, oh, i got to do the podcast. I'm like. Oh, that's right. I forgot to actually do anything for the podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And that is my week. <laughs> that along with some fun dog sitting uh, at my parents' house, which yeah, I did have time to read that. I just you sure didn't. did. I didn't. It's okay. Um, did you wear your pretzel necklace? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I, I did my quick version. Okay. So I get a giant bag of beef jerky and a brick of cheese and just... Do punch two holes in it, and then just eat <laughs> off it. It lasted throughout the day. Yeah. Nice. All right. My friends enjoyed that I did it, too, because then they had snacks. And then the food there actually isn't that bad, so. Right. Just booths, vendor, vendor booths, or do they do food trucks? Or? It's the same thing. They they just have a the typical, they have like a... a turkey leg, oh, a giant turkey leg, right? or they have burgers or like uh, hot dogs, brats, and then uh, corn dogs. So I think it's the Whitecap Stadium that just does it. It's just gotcha. like, you know, okay. the festival fair that they have sure. going. But like all the beers, they were all, well, they were all supposed to be Michigan-based, but Three Floyds was there, so. Three Floyds is. That's Indiana, I believe. Indiana. Well. Or is it Illinois? 
I guess I don't really know, but I know that you used to not be able to get it here um, in Michigan before. Maybe it's Michigan and Michigan adjacent. I mean, or if not they're from Indiana, they're like, "Well, Indiana sucks. <laughs> Let's go to Michigan." Because <laughs> I often refer to. I'm so sorry to any of our Indiana listeners if we have any, but I often refer to Indiana as the armpit of the nation. No, it is Ohio. No, it's that not is Ohio. Known. That is for sure known. Even, no, even I disagree. It's definitely Indiana. Even YouTubers that are from California shit on <laughs> Ohio. It's like Ohio you're has, not even close to Ohio to even know. Ohio why they has suck. Cincinnati and Columbus, which are both pretty great cities. What does Indiana have? Gary? Oh. <laughs> Gary, Indiana? The most polluted city <laughs> of the United States. <laughs> I mean they have Indianapolis. I mean that's a pretty big Ugh. I, there's races there. It is, and it is a fucking shithole of a state to drive through if you're it going really south because it's just so fucking long. Like you're like, we're still in Indiana, I know. and then when you get out of it, you're like, wait, we're halfway there. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. It used to be that like Indiana had the had the fireworks going for it, right? You could go oh, to yeah. Indiana and get the fireworks. We don't need them anymore for that. <laughs> so. I mean, they are worthless, but they're not. They're worthless, but they just also aren't as bad as Ohio. Oh. I don't have a sports rivalry I mean, with oh, Ohio, oh, so well, maybe. I don't either. I mean, Ohio, <laughs> though, I mean, Cincinnati, they shit the bed at the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I don't care about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to beer, though. Uh, I have plenty of beers that I've drank. I just need to remember some of the names. I at least remembered most of the breweries that I went to so I can kind of refresh my nice. name on some of them to get paired with booze in the book this week or all weeks or future weeks or any of the weeks yes three Floyds I am <clears throat> I have confirmed three Floyds is from Indiana Munster Munster Indiana and where is Munster who the fuck knows <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in the armpit I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're the hand, right? I guess that could make both. Well, there's two armpits on a body. But see, but then they're the 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 forearm. Yeah, but that would make Ohio a forearm as well. No, because that's just look at where the hand is in here, and there's Ohio, like right here. That look at putting that right <laughs> up to my shoulder. You that can say the armpit. same for Indiana. <laughs> I hope people listening are like putting their arms up next to their shoulder like, I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> Do Tyrannosaurus Rex arms and that's what we're doing. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Linz, um, because I was doing relaxing things <laughs> and not reading books. Yeah, you suck. We're relying Second on you. Second week in a row. Um, I promise next week. I didn't do much better though, so I can't really complain too much because I only read Saga. 56 came out. Um which was good. It introduces some new characters, which are going to be interesting, I think, going forward. Some fellow pirates. You know they're going to die. <laughs> There's Something's going to happen. There's going to be, it's going to be a complicated relationship from what I can tell. <clears throat> so, I mean, what can you say about Saga? Everyone sucks its balls. It's great. It's a great comic book. I don't, there, I don't know what I could add to like a review about Saga, other than if you're not reading it, you should definitely totally read it. I actually had a friend in from town a couple of weeks ago and took her to um, local comic book store and 
advised her to buy the first trade of Saga because she had not read it yet. So hopefully we have a new addict on our hands. <laughs> but at the end of this issue of Saga, on their, their to-be-continued page from, I don't know if this was from... Brian K. Vaughn himself or somebody else that's doing the book, but it includes a 2022 saga reader survey. So the intention is that you're supposed to like fill this out and like send it back to them. Although I don't know if they're insinuating that you're supposed to just tear a page out of your comic book and send it back to them. Yeah, so you make a photocopy. Yeah. Um... Oh, it is Brian. Brian wrote this. So, but he, so here are the questions, and I figured it'd be a fun little exercise to answer them here. <laughs> the first question is Do you love your job? <laughs> Tony's answer is no. <laughs> My answer is no as well. And who loves their job? Yeah, I was going to say, whose answer is yes? <laughs> Probably Brian K. Vaughn <laughs> yeah. and Fiona Staples. <laughs> Anyone who's doing what they love um, I don't love being an accountant It just pays my bills um, So we'll skip that one How many push-ups can you do? Like in a sitting or? Yeah, like at once How many push-ups can you do in a row? And we're talking like full push-ups here Not pussy push-ups with the knees I mean, I know before I mean, I could at least do th- 30 before, but I have my shoulder injury, so... Right, so none. None right now. Yeah. Probably two right now, but it, my shoulder's getting a little stronger, so maybe five. Yeah. I guess I haven't tested it. I while. am going to say five for myself as well, and I don't have a shoulder injury. <laughs> just fat. <laughs> and it's better... But when I was in shape, I could do like 50, which I thought was rather impressive. Um, what are your pronouns... Um, Mine is she, hers. I mean, he, hey. He, hey. <laughs> Yo, buddy. He, I don't know. he, him. Buddy guy. He, him, his. <laughs> um, Did that last question bother you? Oh, uh, no, but no. I, can, I can totally <laughs> think of many people that it did. Yeah, it didn't bother me either. I actually have it in my signature for my work emails. Um, you know what? And it's super fucking beneficial because I tell you what, I email a lot of people with ambiguous names. I have come across some and it as is well. So nice when people include their pronouns in their emails. Even if people aren't coming to it from like a let's all be accepting of everyone sort of place. Yeah. Like it's just nice. You talk to someone named Pat, you right. don't know. Right. I work with a lot of people from other countries and I don't necessarily know the the gender norms of all the names from people from those countries. So it is a very useful tool. Oh, yeah. That's way probably. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. Polish names or Ukrainian yeah. names or Russian names or, <laughs> you know, Na- names of people of doing things in the world right now. Um, other than the incomparable Fiona Staples, who is your favorite comic artist? I mean, it's hard. It is hard. I mean, I would say Alex Ross is just amazing. Well, yeah. But we know that. Well, yeah, but it doesn't matter whether we know it or not. They ask you who is your favorite other than Fiona Staples. Yeah, but I would also... um, 
And Fiona Staples is pretty amazing too. I know. It's it's hard. I can't. There's I can't a lot. Pick, and yeah. it's I like different people for different things. Like I really like Ed Pisker's stuff, but like his stuff isn't traditionally good looking. I mean, my list of not really enjoying it cuz even then I could be subjective to be like I like that art. It's not my favorite, but I don't dislike it for what it was. But in my head there's a couple that I'm like, ah, I just never really yeah. cared for that. Yeah. I do like uh, Mirka and Dolfo, though, right? Mirka? Yeah, Mirka. Mirka. Her shit's always super cute and horny. (laughs) 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 Okay. What do you smell like? Lavender and roses? No, you don't. (laughs) What do you smell like? Old Spice. I smell like my deodorant. Yeah, I got Old Spice on. And, like, under boob sweat. (laughs) Whatever that smells like. <laughs> um, who who's the best bald fictional character who is not a villain? Who is the best bald fictional character who is not a villain? Best as in what though? Just like best. What they do? So like Professor Xavier. I mean, that's example. what I was thinking. He's like the best at like telepathy, kind of. Yeah. Um, He's the best at Just the best. running like, a school. No, he's not the best at running a school, but... <laughs> so whoever you like the best. But it's hard to think of bald characters who aren't villains. Because I also went to Lex Luthor, but he's a villain. When I was going to Bruce Willis, and I was thinking something good, so his portrayal in... Um, God, what's the trilogy with Glass and... Uh, uh, oh, Unbreakable. Um, yeah, Unbreakable. Yeah. I mean, is he bald in that? He's, no, I think he does have some hair on his head then. I'm, oh. I'm googling bald nonfiction characters. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's any alien. So if we if we can go with Professor Xavier, then we also can go with Jean Luc Picard, right? He's also bald. Yeah, um, he's the best of humanity. I, you know, Patrick Stewart, he just plays all the best bald guys. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find anybody else, and it's just giving me a lot of... Homer Simpson, he's bald. Yeah, he'd be fun. Um, it's a lot of Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Look up Ryan K. Vaughn right now, see if he's bald. And if he this is, is like, If this is him trying to have people say his name. He's not a fictional character. Or is he? That's <laughs> fair. He is. He's definitely bald. Ryan Kavon is. Okay. Yep. For sure. I mean, that's the the impetus for the question. But then he had to make sure that people didn't say him. So <laughs> he added uh, fictional. Does it say fictional? Yes, fictional. I mean, I have to go with Patrick Stewart in any of his roles. Alfred, maybe. Maybe. I guess the comic book version of him is bald. Yeah. Are there, like, Dragon Ball Z characters that are bald? I'm sure there are that are heroes. I don't watch I mean, Dragon Ball Gr- Z. Krillin, <laughs> he's, you wouldn't get the joke, but he's the best at what he does. There's not much. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. All right. Well, we'll skip that one. Well, we won't skip it. We both kind of covered it. Ketchup. Yay or nay? Oh, for sure. Yay, for sure. I think you to live in Michigan, you have to like ketchup. Yep. <laughs> have, have you ever killed someone? 
Um, I mean, I've killed people with kindness. <laughs> have you? <laughs> I certainly have. <laughs> I feel like I have at least once. I can be nice sometimes. All right. But you haven't actually, like, killed someone. Murders, no. No, me neither. That I know of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one could argue that something you did in the day created some sort of butterfly effect yeah. that then led to somebody else's death. I didn't salt the sidewalk out front. Someone tripped, and then later on down the road got an ingrown toenail that came infected, and then... And then they died. Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe, yeah. I guess, is the answer to that question. What was the number one movie in America on the day you were born? Well, shit, that's going to make me have to... I know. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll have to come back to that one. Who's the most... Red Dawn. And the year you were born? <laughs> I, don't I don't think that came out the year you were born. Oh, I thought you said this year. Uh, no, what? No, the year you were born. Number one movie on January 2nd, 1993. 1983. <laughs> 
Stan Lee. Oh, yep, there you go. So okay. that kind of counts, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else. Well, we've met tons of people at cons that have shook yeah, hands but have and you stuff. T- oh, okay. Say, but have you touched them? Well, or you do the hug and you put your hand, or not the hug, picture and put yeah. your arm. Yeah, yeah, I don't hover hand, so. You don't hover touched, hand? Yeah, so no? I touch people. So there's a plethora of them. Yeah. Mine's still definitely Kevin Smith. I attack hugged him from behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. It was only 10 questions. That's the whole saga reader survey. I think we did pretty good. Yeah, I think we passed. Yeah. I would be interested to hear, um, like, if they're going to publish these. Some of these are, like, what percentage of saga readers love ketchup and what percentage don't. But some of these are, like, you can't list all of them. I don't know. Maybe he has, <laughs> in a future one, It'll a bald-headed be person being cut up and served to people with ketchup or without ketchup, depending on <laughs> you think, how it goes. you think they're going to use these in, like, a, 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 a way to, to add to the book? Maybe? I mean, they could. I doubt it. But Well, I did notice that one of the things that they kind of are getting into this 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 restart, we'll call it, is music. Because at the end of the first issue, she's talking, the girl's talking about music. And then in this issue, they end up in a place that has, like, a lot of, like, bootlegged albums. And so it'll be interesting to see if they'll get into other sort of pop culture genres. Maybe they'll have like bootleg movies and they have some of our favorites will be listed or some of the ones from the survey will be listed. Who knows what they'll do with it, but I hope it's something or else why else would we do this? Because <laughs> it gets them to see how many people tear out the page of their book. <laughs> Who will mutilate their comic yeah. book for us? Who, <laughs> Who among our readers is smart enough to... Either A, email us the answers, or B, photocopy the book and send it back to us. How many actual ripped up pages are we going to get? Maybe they send all those people like a signed copy of a book saying, you passed the real test. Oh, you hear that, everyone? Tony <laughs> thinks. <laughs> so I would Don't say. Don't put my name on that. <laughs> I don't need an angry email <laughs> when that doesn't happen. Uh. <laughs> so... This week, there's the first of the movies that are being anticipated mm-hmm. in the comic book world, but the Batman comes out. This week? Uh, it's supposed to be premiering, uh, so I don't know if for just us. I don't think we get to see it till next week. Okay. But, you know, the, uh, I mean, premieres or the Hollywood elites and all of them get to sure. start seeing it. Plus, other places do get premieres before the U.S., which... You know, I'm not going to be too pissed about it. Right. I mean, I I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But the reviews so far are coming out pretty good. For the Batman? Yes. Well, yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah, but I still had some doubts. My concern is, are we going to be able to see what's happening in the movie? It looks like like it's all filmed in complete darkness. (laughs) My big thing is, though, is I can't always trust Warner Brothers to not fuck up their shit. That's fair. And and although they've had some decent things lately, mm-hmm. I, I'm still always going to be wary. It really depends on whether they let like the creative teams on the movies have control over the movie mm-hmm. or if they kind of like 
make them part of the Warner Brothers cog. So, like, the Joker, right? I mean, Scorsese was attached to that one. So do you think anyone at Warner Brothers was like, oh, yeah, let's make them change it. Somebody (laughs) go tell Marty that we're going to change the film he's producing. (laughs) No, that didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe, hopefully, this will be one like that. Yep. Uh, So it's sitting at the second best Batman movie, and that doesn't count the animated ones, which those fare a little bit better just because the animated ones, I mean, review aggregate and everything. So you're, so wait, you're saying that of the people who have seen it have Are, placed it as the second best? It's, yeah, currently sitting at a 90% from 144 tomatoes? reviews. So that's certified fresh with however their rating system takes the critics and I average viewers. I, I don't. I don't feel like the Rotten Tomatoes score is an, is a, an appropriate way to determine. Oh no! And in fact, I don't trust them ever because well, some get bombarded yes. to like hell. But let's talk about how Rotten Tomatoes wasn't around when the original Batman movies came out, and all people are doing now is rating it based on current, right? So current reviews. But if you go back and watch Batman '89, like of course you're going to watch it and be like, "Well, this is trash." Like, no, 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 just comparatively speaking to, like, the effects and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. But we all know Batman 89 was an amazing fucking movie. Yeah. It was so good. Michael Keaton was amazing in it. That's at a 72%. Right. So Uh, what's the best one? The the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Is that a 94%? Yeah, that's the one with Heath Ledger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of course. I mean... Uh, no, oh, that's the Dark, uh, yeah. Yeah, because the Dark Knight Returns is yeah. the one with Bane. So, but honestly, like, I'm going to say something controversial here. <laughs> the movie wasn't that great. You know what was great in that movie? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger was great in that movie. Nothing else in that movie was great. So, it's a bit unfair. Um, at least Batman Returns is at an 80%. That could get bumped up a little bit. Okay. But, uh, I, I'm, I'm okay with where that's at, because that's Batman my favorite. Batman Returns is above Batman? No, the Batman's at 90%. Oh, 90%. Not the Batman. Batman. Batman Returns. So, which, 89 Batman? 89, 89 Batman. Batman is 72%. Right, and Batman Returns, is 80%. which is the one with Catwoman. Yeah. But that, also that, that one's above. Yeah, that one's so much better with Danny DeVito and the way Gotham was and the Jack Nicholson sets. as the Joker was amazing. Yes, but Danny DeVito as the Penguin was <sighs> equally amazing. I mean, I think you have to subtract some points for boners received from. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Catwoman. Those, those also keep that score up there. <laughs> That leather suit was something else. <laughs> I mean, by far one of the hottest women in all of comic book movies. And that's going against Gal Gadot. So, uh, do you want to know the, the lowest ones? It's, okay, it's definitely the Schumacher film, one of the Schumacher films. Yep. Um, so we have the two that he did, Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. Oh, they're both trash. Yeah, they're both there. Yeah. So it goes Batman Forever at 39%. Uh, Batman versus Superman at 29%. Oh, wow. And then Batman and Robin at yeah. 12%. 
Yeah, yeah. It is terrible. It's even, a bad movie. Even in the 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 way of bad movies watching, it's it's not good. No. And it's and it's too bad because like there are parts that I enjoyed. I really liked Jim Carrey as the Riddler, even though he was a bit over the top and ridiculous. Oh well, I liked Forever. I yeah. mean, that one was fun. Yeah. But, yeah. Not not as yeah not their high point though. Um, so if you're rich, uh, you can buy yourself a Batman watch. A Batman watch? Yes. Okay. So for a thousand dollars, what no, is a Batman watch? For a hundred thousand dollars. I'm sorry. For a hundred thousand dollars, <throat> what does a Batman watch do? It better be fucking grocery shopping it, for me, <laughs> raising uh, my children. It doesn't do much except for have the new bat. Uh, what would you bat symbol? Bat uh, signal. Signal. Yeah, it's got the new bat signal for the movie. That's it. Yeah, in the middle there. Yeah. And it comes with a little bat signal statue. But it doesn't do anything? Is it like an Apple Watch? Like it doesn't... Seriously? Yeah. Why is it so much? Because they're only making ten of these. Who the fuck cares? And so they're going to be limited. And... Who the fuck cares? Because when you can do these things, when it's Swiss manufactured, you're able to make an elite product that you know that some dumbass is going to be like, I'm the real Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, unless that is throwing bad rings out of it when you push a button, and it's not worth $100,000. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Listen, capitalism is terrible. Oh, I know. I mean, <laughs> this is probably the most I've ever seen for a tie-in. So maybe this is the watch that Bruce wears in the movie, and then... That's why it costs so much. Like, Swiss watches... Listen, Swiss watches are the best watches. Like, they make some banger watches. And I'm sure if you buy, like, a nice Swiss watch, it's probably very expensive. So maybe on that, it's worth that much money. But I also think, like, what rich person is going to be walking around wearing that and be like, look at my Swiss watch. And every (laughs) other famous person is going to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) You're not invited to this party anymore. Well, something for that's more affordable for the lower class uh, here that want to get something tie in. Last year, they announced the Batman Hot Wheels uh, RC car mm-hmm. as a one tenth scale. That came out at five hundred dollars, and that had all the bells and whistles, the lights turned on and off, this and that. Well, they're coming out with a cheaper one that's at a hundred dollars. Oh, so I don't know all. It probably doesn't have like the water vapor effects at the. You know, high class one did, but oh, so like it looked like smoke was coming yeah, out of it and stuff out of the, That's the cool. pipes and everything. So they're probably not gonna have all the LEDs around, but hey, it's still gonna look like the Batman yeah, Batmobile in the. And you'll feel less bad when you like run it out into the street and it gets hit by a car, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or you drive it off the end of a dock into the water or some sort of stupid thing that always happens to these. Now something interesting and. Again, it's how things work in the world, but despite the invasion, they're still having the Russian premiere this week. Because movie theaters aren't, you know, the government. The government doesn't own the the movie theaters, so why would Warner Brothers stop sending them? I mean, do Russians want to go watch a fucking movie right now? Probably. I mean, they want to escape. I mean, they're going to have to cash out. 
everything in their bank account to afford a ticket now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they're going to send that money back to America. <laughs> I There's a lot that, that why and how this will work, but that's that's what Warner Brothers' official oh, statement is, right. is that they're going to still go through with it. Uh, then they should let everyone in Russia go see it for free. I mean, that's up to the movie theaters, though. It's not really up to well, Warner they, Brothers. They have to pay for the... Movie theaters have to pay for the film. I mean, true. So Warner Brothers could give it to the movie theater. If they're trying to give the people of Russia, like a... a scapegoat a, or something. Uh, an or escape, escape from the insanity of, of what's going on right now, then they could mitigate the costs of having to go see that movie. But my guess is... They're not doing that, which means it's a money decision, which I think is inappropriate at this time. <laughs> but I don't run Warner Brothers. They've made all kinds of weird fucking decisions like that. I don't know. I don't have millions of dollars, so I guess I can't kind of speak to what millionaires decide. Uh, speaking of Batman, uh, he just had a trailer come out this week. Oh, wait, I mean, that was Morbius, but oh. Morbius had a trailer come out this week. How would you, why, <coughs> why would you tie those two things together other than... Because he's a Batman. Oh, all right. I guess that kind of tracks. <laughs> Awful. Yeah, that trailer didn't make me want to watch it more. It did not. No. I feel like the second trailer that I ever put out did and it was a teaser it didn't show a lot yeah it made me be like this could be good i don't i'm not i'm not i'm losing i'm losing faith in jared leto as an actor is is issue one for me issue two is this the effects that make morbius look like morbius the vampire are terrible is not a good looking vampire no like i feel like they could have figured something out to make him better looking the only thing that that this trailer had going for it, in my personal opinion, is they add they upped the Michael Keaton quotient of the trailer to like twenty percent. There was a lot of Michael Keaton. Which means that he probably only has one other line right. and that's all that he'll be in the yeah. movie. Yeah. So I don't understand if he's supposed to be a good guy or a bad guy in this movie. Cause he's a villain. He's a bad guy, right, in the comics. He's not yeah. like an anti hero. Maybe at some points in his timeline he has been, but like I feel like as a whole, Morbius is a bad guy, a villain. No, oh, he's he's more of an anti-hero. Is he? I just don't see. I mean, if he's hooking up with the Vulture, though, where that's gonna yeah. lead. That was one of the best villains they had, and we haven't seen Michael Keaton in a while. Well, that's the thing, though. Crazy for me that I never noticed before, if true, but. Them saying the new Marvel legend. Like, I thought this was the Sony-verse. This was a Sony-made movie. And that they're tying it to Marvel is really weird. Well, it's interesting because if you think about the timeline of things, right? They've made Venom in an alternate universe as of the last Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Michael Keaton was full-on in one of the Spider-Man movies. That's not an alternate universe. He, well, is that what they're going to try to say is this is the Marvel Universe when really it could just be, again, like uh, J.J. looks the same across multiple true, universes. True, I guess, yeah. 
but uh, I don't know. We'll see. And that's now the one thing to make me maybe see it a little bit sooner than others is if it is tied into... Yeah, but Marvel had no hand in it, you can tell, by looking at yeah. it. Yeah, and therefore I don't feel like it would have right. any uh, stinger at the end that would make me go, oh, I'm glad I watched this. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do a pre an early Thanksgiving watch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'll probably be up there with with the movies that come out this year. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I had noticed the last, like, couple months was whenever there was anything about Peacemaker or John Cena, he was always wearing his fucking outfit. And well, yeah, he's a wrestler. He came from that sort of, like, K, what do they call it? K, kayfabe? Kayfab? Where, like, you'd ever break... A character? Yeah. Yes, but... You don't do that for superhero shows no, or movies. But, you know. Did you see Tom Holland in all of his interviews no, wearing the... Tom Holland was not a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come... John Cena was so big in WWE. And I don't know, is he still... Does he still wrestle from time to time? Is he still in it? Well, last summer he had a small month that he came back. So, but... you know, you kind of have that, like, I want to... It's, it feels a little method I guess. Does he have, did he, does he explain why? Oh, he was just saying that it was kind of just to get people to ask yeah. questions about him. Like, what's more your character than that? So that he could, like, not be about him, but be about the character. Ah, he doesn't want to talk about John Cena the person. Yeah. He wants to talk about. I mean, who is John Cena the person? I mean, nobody knows. Yeah. Because he's seen been him? John Cena the wrestler <laughs> for so long. <laughs> I'm sorry. It took me a minute to get that. <laughs> I don't even know if everyone heard it over my talking, but you'll have to listen to what Tony just said. <laughs> um, going on to other DC news, so they uh, have announced for their comic book side uh, that they're going to have another Deceased okay. series come out, which I guess is going to follow the Deceased saga that has gone through the DC universe. Mm -hmm. DC Zombies. <clears throat> yes. Yep. And I've enjoyed that. I thought they resolved it. Yes, I thought how the last one did too. So this one, I'm not exactly sure. It's just the the teaser, Deceased 3, hmm. and then it says every, every story, story has, an, has end. an end. Yep. Um, but they did that with Marvel Zombies too, though, right? They kept coming back to that well as well. Yeah. Everybody loves zombies. Everybody loves seeing superheroes as, as zombies. zombies. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of zombies, Walking Dead, did you... You didn't read all of it, did you? Hardly zero of it. <laughs> so, for the people, because it's their last season, so people of the show... Is it finally the last season? <clears throat> yeah. Fuck, I thought it ended like three years ago. <laughs> no, still going strong. Uh, they're finally getting to the Commonwealth, and they're finding out why the Commonwealth is so well run, which is not a good thing when okay. you find out the deep secret behind it. And I'm just like... All right, this is actually I might kind of want to turn in, tune in to see how they're portraying it. So live. spoilers, tell me how the <clears throat> why the Commonwealth. Spoiler alert: If you haven't read The Walking Dead and are watching the show, oh, tune out. But um, not everything is is quite white there. Um, it's quite white. Yes. Um, what does that mean? Well, I mean, some things can be racist made. Racist when you say that. <laughs> That's what I was implying. Okay. It is very the elites and the people that have the nice jobs. 
Ah. Or have a certain distinct pale color. Ah. And anyone that is not that okay. is zombie fighting or like, not because sl- they're not slaves. But again, look at any right. system where there are people above and people below sure. and how they treat those people. And yeah. that's kind of their, um, I don't know, skeleton in the closet. I got gotcha. you. They lived for peace, but in a way of nothing The changed. white people are controlling the... Yeah. So you're telling me that they walked into this town and didn't notice that the people in power were all white? Well, in the comics, they didn't necessarily walk and they were heading towards it and then got intercepted and then went with the people. But they were, as they were trying to pull Rick's group and everything into, like, feeding into how great this place is, Mm -hmm. they slowly, you know, through the pages, find out, oh. Was Rick alive? Rick was alive up until the second to last book. But he's dead in, is he dead in the show? He got captured, but I believe he's coming back. Okay. Carl's dead, though. But Carl's dead, which makes what could happen after this totally change, because Carl was a big part of the last issue and gotcha. and everything in the book. All right. That's why, I, I mean, I gave up on the show because... Ugh, it just got so convoluted. It just was the same shit, different mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't talk to someone? Oh, you didn't board up that one spot in the fence? Oh, someone was trying to sneak out yeah. and then let zombies in again? Like... Yeah. I, I just couldn't... I had a hard time buying in that, like, as long as Rick was there and leading the group, like, I hated him. I thought he was just as much of a bad guy as... And I know that, like, it's their story, so he's the good guy in this, but I didn't think that at all. Well, yeah, the, the TV was... show really did some people wrong. Yeah. He made some terrible decisions that killed a bunch of people, and he also killed a bunch of people, so... <laughs> I mean... Yeah. But, the you know, the hero of the story is the person telling it, so... If you were to switch it around and do the entire series from, like, Negan's point of view, one would probably sympathize with him as well. Well, every good villain feels like they're the hero of their story. Yes. Which is what uh, Deathstroke is, is thinking about right now, because he has declared himself king of villains. Now, the thing is... This, Deathstroke? I, yeah. Okay. Oh, you don't think he's a big bad? Deathstroke? Yeah. Out of all the villains in that universe? Yeah, no, I don't I don't believe it either. Okay. <laughs> but like, they, are you about to make that argument? Because no. I would like to hear it. But he as a person has always felt that he was a mercenary slash, you know, not evil. Mm-hmm. But when you call yourself king of villains, you kind of are saying, well, yeah. Yeah. Did he, was he, did you ever watch the um, Teen Titans animated I did not. Know. Cartoon that they did? No. His character was, he was a villain on that, and he had a big thing back and forth with Raven of the Teen Titans. Okay. And he was like a lackey of, Raven's dad is also like the king of hell. Um, and he was, and Deathstroke was a lackey for hell, basically, in that show. And at that point, I was like, oh, he's kind of a badass, but then I realized he's also just fighting a bunch of kids. So is he really that much of a badass? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> it seems weird that an adult is fighting children. I don't know. But I mean, maybe we wouldn't have gotten Deadpool without him, so yeah. kudos no, to fair. that. That's I don't know. Fair. Um, And I know the other week I told you about there being a Jurassic League. Mm. So that I'm really looking forward to. One that, all right, is they're going to be giant mech robots now, too. Like, but yeah, I mean, Marvel's done that, though, right? Well, I mean... Marvel did die of the dinosaur thing, too. Yeah. I mean, there is no originality anymore, except for Saga. I feel like Marvel did that real recently, though, right? Oh, yeah. They just had their last issue a month ago, I believe. Yeah. So, All right, DC, we see you. Yeah. We see what you're doing. I, I mean... Anything that's different, though, I'll I'll probably at least read the first yeah. issue or two because you again, love Max. Yes, but it's again, it's it really. Oh, they even show it right there. Yeah, it brings the it back to, one. to the same story. So, well, I don't know. I mean, what you can't do much original stuff with mech suits, right? I mean, what could you do if you were to write your perfect story about mech suits? Is it one that we've already seen, or is there a whole fresh idea out there that people are missing? No, because they've already did Transformers too. But I mean, that's the story I would do is like Transformers are in this world and make some new original Transformers yeah. to go along with things. But I think the most original story we got was um, what's the one where uh, the why can't I remember it? Ultron? No, no, it was a movie. Power Rangers? It was Pacific Rim. Oh, yeah. Like, that felt pretty. But even <coughs> then, it kind of was like when it, there's an anime where they do like a similar thing where they have to like biologically. Well, yeah, they have a Pacific Rim. Uh, yeah. Anime isn't it, like Evangelon, right? Oh, is like yeah. that too, right? Yeah. But, all right. Well, I didn't know if you were like, if there was like a hole in your heart oh. that people <laughs> kept missing. <laughs> no, no. Um,. But speaking of robots, uh, Marvel is having a new Sentinel design for oh, really? the X-Men. Okay. So, They're getting rid of those stupid penis-looking things? What? Is that what you think the other ones they're, look like? They're stupid heads, yes. They look like giant vibrators. <laughs> I always thought they looked kind of like bullet-shaped, but... Yeah. Either well, either or, I either guess. Either way. Someone looks sees a bullet, some sees a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have they released anything about what they're supposed to look like, or are they uh, just announcing they're changing them? No, but it's going to debut in the new X Force. Yeah, uh, number one coming out, and I'll be interested to see because I know that Nimrod is still alive, and isn't Danger Room still around? Danger. She hasn't. I haven't really seen her so much in the new X Men things, but these seem to be more. Uh, humanoid size instead okay. of the giant ones which i guess makes more sense too right. of giant robots can't go into buildings right plus and, they're you can see them coming from like yeah a long way away um it's so it more like make it more like omax yeah yeah would be smart sleeker for sure um, and then still on the X-Men train, uh, Patrick Stewart has confirmed that he is I mean, in... if there was any doubt, everybody knows his voice. I know, but 
it it's one of those things where it seems like we need to put that out there of yes that was that was patrick stewart yeah. that wasn't a patrick stewart impersonator yeah. we weren't fucking with you 100 percent was professor xavier now the question is alternate universe 616 universe movie universe like what are we get like is the illuminati active in the current well, it's Marvel gonna be universe. universe it's gonna be universal uh Illuminati, I think. Yeah. These are all going to come from their perspective worlds. Oh, and it's going to be like they're coming together from different... Yeah. I see. And they're putting either Doctor Strange on trial or after wrapping it up saying, well, you got some shit to fix or something. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting, though. Um, One book that I'm looking forward to, uh, they're coming out with a history and training manual of the... Dora, uh, was it Milaj? Dora Milaj. The protectors of Wakanda. The female army of yes. Wakanda. They had a pretty decent four, I think it was four or five issue book following them uh, where they interacted with a couple other uh, mutants and, and heroes of the world, but they don't have their own, you know, things where we should get more Black Panther stuff because... For sure. I like Wakanda. Well, and Synergy, right? Yeah. Because the next Black Panther movie isn't going to have Black Panther in it. It's going to focus on the women yep. that were in that movie. So it makes sense to kind of throw that out there ahead of that. Um, because it won't just be Surrey. It'll be uh, that the protectors as well, specifically. I can't remember what she goes by, but the chick from The Walking Dead. <laughs> Um, one of the cool things that I came across is that the Token Estate, uh, put out some unreleased, uh, materials from Lord of the Rings. These are some maps and drawings that, uh, Tolkien did or had done for him and some audio recordings. Hmm. Um, and again, he has, man, I wish that guy was still alive to, to be able to, not even do this world even more like take over fucking Game of Thrones world and like finish that out for anyone I mean totally different scenarios and writing styles but yeah yeah I mean literally the guy who wrote Game of Thrones is still alive he could have just done it <laughs> I mean yeah he could have finished whatever last book it was that he was writing and he didn't so then we got the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones written by people who didn't write the original shit um, but yeah, no. And do you think that they're releasing this because maybe this information, this stuff was used in the new stuff that's coming out, like as source material? I think so. I mean, the reason why we're probably hearing about it now is to keep that buzz going a right. bit for the you know. Once the show comes, then people will just be talking about the new show. Mm-hmm. But for now, you know, slowly releasing more stuff makes it Good relevant. For them. I hope there's a shit ton of stuff. I imagine Tolkien has a vault much like Prince. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just keep getting Tolkien and Prince stuff forever. Until we die. I'm trying to think of... uh, I just re-saw the Batman dance that Prince did. (laughs) Such a... 
iconic. It's so weird but, the stuff that he was drawn to participate in because he wasn't a guy that like got into other things. Yeah, but he often, really got but he into did that. The whole soundtrack for that fucking movie and his music video for it was oh my just gosh. one of a kind. Uh, not one of a kind. Like it was up there with the Michael Jacksons and just Prince things and how it was a like ten six to ten minute production with yeah. the song put in. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. I don't know why. Well, you said Prince and that well, just we, triggered Batman, my... Batman, yeah. Prince, blah, Well, that's because I, I blah, saw blah, it blah. with them talking about Batman what shit. What we need in this new movie is like a remake of the Batman dance song, but like... <laughs> a remix? Yeah, some sort to, to make it... Because <laughs> that song doesn't even like line up with the feel of the movie it was no. attached to, which is crazy <laughs> so what we need is like a, a crazy pop song what's well, like i didn't when i was younger didn't realize he did the soundtrack for batman mm. like and then you're like okay i can kind of see it but then you're just like i don't remember that song at all in the movie no there's no way yeah. it was in the movie in the credits maybe like it it feels more batman 66 than it does yeah batman very 89 much so. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Toy Fair is one of the convention festival fairs that I personally love because... It's gotta be your, got your, toys. your mecca, right? Uh, yep, and I would love to go to it. Well, typically it's held in the spring, and because of where Omicron was and everything, they had canceled it. Mm. Would have been happening around this time. So, because of that... They are now looking at the future of, obviously they're not having one this year, but they're switching from a spring uh, convention to a fall one. So it won't be coming back until fall of 2023. Wow. So next year. Well, you have a lot of time to get on that list. Yep. (laughs) But this is going to do a lot. uh, It's going to change the landscape for a lot of things because most people will see these toys coming out and they're like, okay, I'm seeing what's going to be coming out throughout the whole year. If, and then also too, with movies coming out and everything, sometimes you get some glimpses ahead of time of what right. they are. This being in the fall, sure, you miss those tent poles in the summer. Right. But it is right before Christmas. And that's where it yeah. could help that sense. It's in New York, right? You yeah. totally could go to this. Does anybody that listens to this podcast like have anything to do with Toy Fair New York? Because Tony wants press passes. To me, that is more, I would think for you specifically, it makes way more sense to get press passes to that than to say like New York Comic Con. Yeah, I would enjoy this more. <laughs> oh my God, you would be coming in your pants constantly. <laughs> and I would be living on the streets because I'd <laughs> mortgage my house to <laughs> buy more stuff. <laughs> But maybe if you're like, I do a podcast, you'll get freebies. I don't know if they'd give me free toys. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I was actually legit thinking about this earlier today of what would be my perfect job. And it really would be something Toy related. doing these toy sure. fairs. Like, imagine me just being there and talking to people about how awesome this is. Like, that would be... I feel like that's Me. something you can make happen in your life. I'm trying you to think about You would have to move probably out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's the downside. And you love you love it here. I do. But I love toys too. 
Yeah. So I'll have to think about it. <laughs> um, did you have any other news? Your your lack of book reading is equal to my lack of looking at news. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much news in the world. I mean, it's just news, news, news. That's why I don't look at it. And because there's not a lot of news in the world. There's a lot of bullshit in the world. And I read, as I was looking for news articles, I read about how Colin Bunn tweeted about how some some comic book company said they weren't in the Colin Bunn business anymore. Not news. Well, I read, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, what? I read about Wendy making changes to the menu. Not news. Like, honestly, I just, I can't, I can't just slough through all of that bullshit in order to find actual, that's what I have you for. You're so important in my life because you filter things. I even filter things further because I could have talked about the new Pokemon game that they announced. I know. And all this other shit that you wouldn't care about. What I love about you is you know your audience and you've got the Lindsay filter on, which is great. I will say this, because it's relevant right now. Um, the Ukraine situation, yep. and hopefully it will be done over in a good way sooner than later. I want to say this because I don't think that this is divisive, and I think everyone's on the side of Ukraine, and fuck you if you're not. I don't, whatever. We do have some Russian listeners, actually, so. Well, I would hope that they're fucking tired of this bullshit as well, mm-hmm. but, like, kudos to Ukrainian citizens. Is They're not just letting things happen to them. Yeah. They're fucking out there doing it. And that, it's really impressive to me. I mean, I heard about a, uh, I think it was a distillery or something, a, a beer maker in Ukraine that decided to stop making alcohol and just switched their production to making Molotov cocktails. Oh. <laughs> they have some huge balls over there. Yeah. And um, one of the th- uh, things, because rec- all this news is coming out, you know, the world is global. And there's tons of different businesses in different mm-hmm. parts of the world. Um, Ubisoft uh, has uh, offices, I guess, in Ukraine. They are a maker of video games. Mm-hmm. And they are saying that they are uh, finding alternate houses for the workers there um, and financial relief for Good. the staff to, to get out of those cities and everything, which that's awesome and honorable. And, I, and there's plenty of places online that anyone listening to this can donate money that's not in a military way mm-hmm. if you don't feel that way but to help with because there's gonna be a lot of refugees coming oh my from God. already so many like have left ukraine and fled to like poland and yeah. the surrounding countries so, so i thought this was just really cool that this company's like well fuck it we're you know we got some money we'll tell them to get out of there and don't worry about things yep um, and then Netflix is also refusing to uh, host some of the, and I don't want to say everything is propaganda, but, you know, Russian state type programming is mostly propaganda well, for yeah. everything. I, any, listen, no matter what country you're in, if you're, what you're watching is sponsored by the state, it's propaganda. Yeah. Like governments don't put their money into not propaganda. If, I mean, if the United States well had I mean, a channel and it was all television shows that they produced, that's going to be propaganda. I, I don't want you to start making some conspiracy theorists of thinking then 
if the president goes on the news that somehow well they're he's they're not producing the news the news happens they're gonna think that well i'm I hope people who listen to this podcast are <laughs> Yeah, that's true, it. actually. That is true. <laughs> let's give, let's give uh, our listeners some credit here. So Netflix is refusing, though, to have any of that programming. So okay. Good for them. Um, I mean, it could be simply some made, um, Russian State made, you know, sci-fi show or whatever. But it's just like, yeah. nope, we don't want to have anything to do with that. And there is some laws that they may be breaking internationally by not doing it. But there's... Plenty of places that you kind of need to take aside. I know that uh, Apple was asked uh, to block their app store Mm -hmm. in Russia, take down some communications because it is war. Um, I know that there's a lot of hacking stuff. and I'm pretty sure that um, uh, Elon Musk, his satellite internet, he's, he's... offered the use of that to Ukrainians because, you know, they lost their internet and stuff like that, so. There's going to be lots and lots of stuff revolving around this, especially it's if it goes on longer, how much that globally affects anything from, again, do places change their supplies? Because even though being in the U.S., I don't see troops going over there are different companies going to change how they do business how is uh the shipping containers and everything that we're already having trouble with uh, securing mm-hmm. around the globe it's going to cause lots of delays more or on par with covid and this could affect you know right. some comic books i mean not a lot because there's not a lot of people in that general area no but again will people then start writing this into some I really, of their stuff. I really, my 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 heart wants this to go in the direction where, like, dictators are overthrown, and a, a new cultural revolution comes about. Because I've there's some movies that Russia has put out that aren't like state sponsored movies that are amazing. Um, uh, I don't think it was was it called Night Watch. There was this whole series of like vampires versus yep. werewolves. That came out in like the early 2000s. Those movies were some of the best vampire movies I've ever seen. Are you talking about the ones with Kate Beckinsale though? No, that's Underworld. Oh, okay, yeah. And those weren't Russian. Just... These were full okay. on Russian movies. Gotcha. Yes, I do. Yes, I did watch <laughs> Nightwatch then. But just the way you said it, I'm like, wait, vampires versus werewolves. That's happened bajillions of times. Yeah, yeah. I, it's been a while since I watched them, but they were really, really good movies. So. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Russia in the past has been uh, a a point of great sort of arts coming out of them, Um, books and things like that back in the day. So maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, Booze of the book this week is Batman vs. Bigby, A Wolf in Gotham, number six. Okay. This finishes up the six uh, issue miniseries that they had. Now, Bigby Wolf is from Fables, one of my all time favorite series. And having this crossover, I was like getting some Fables. The downsize is it wasn't as much Fables as I wanted. Um, Really, the, the big bad comes in towards the end of this book. 
Um, is Bill Willingham the writer from Fables? Yes. Okay, so he did. He wrote this. Yes. Okay. And again, it it's feels more of a Batman book with sure. some Fables characters in there, which I wanted more Fables characters with Batman. It's all right. It's good. Um, I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying there's some you love things Fables that I would that I would like to have a little bit differently, but. Sure. Regardless, uh, there was a drink that I had recently that was a, a dark ale, um, a Belgian uh, quadruple from Pike 51 Brewing uh, called Quad, Quadzimoto. Hmm? So really in the, the taste and the strongness, uh, it just was like, oh. The dark. Okay. The darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can't, sorry, go back to the comic book real quick. Yep. Did this take place... From from your perusal, did this take place in uh, the past? Like, is it a? No, it's a. It's a. Is it current? current? I mean, it's a it black just, label, so it's a, a Elseworlds. Right. Type. It just looks very like they moved the timeline back to like eighteen hundreds or something oh, like no. that. Jack the Ripper sort of scenario, but I think that's just because of the colors they use and the font, and it's very noir looking. Yep. But anyway. So that's Booze in the Book this week. Um, well done. Yeah. With that. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Captain's Log. Stardate. I don't know how they do Stardates. But <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there's a website for that. <laughs> 22822. I, I don't know. Tell us what the Stardate is of today. I'm looking it up. Stardate. I mean, would it be from when Soul was discovered? Someone looked up and goes, Sun, Star. Stardate Calculator, Star Trek Academy Online. Oh, is it from when they first take off? You are reaching into a knowledge base that I do not <laughs> have. <laughs> All right, Earth Date to Stardate. So today is February 28th, right? Yep. Tw- the year of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> oh, hour and minutes. Oh, my gosh. What time just is put it? In, just put 8 o'clock or something. 8 p.m.? Yep. 8 p.m. Convert. Stardate. 47634.44. There you have it. <laughs> and stay thirsty for that number. Plus one. <laughs> 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 <laughs>